With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's way more good happening in the world every single day, but why aren't they telling you? Get the good stuff at JustinBarkley.com slash good news. Get the good news, stories, ideas, and updates that are sure to put a smile on your face. That's JustinBarkley.com slash good news. JustinBarkley.com slash good news. Live from high atop Monroe Center in downtown Grand Rapids, we're talking about what matters most to you in West Michigan. Join the conversation now at 616-774-2424. That's 616-774-2424. It's West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley on Wood Radio. Hi, good morning, folks. Like drinking from a fire hose again today. Yes, it is. uh, It's another one of those days. Uh, so much going on. We'll touch on a, a bit of all of it and, of course, give you a chance to join in at any time. You can do so at 616-774-2424. There you go. Uh, now that you have the numbers, let's get things started with our three, the big three. News, weather, and traffic. And the biggest stories of the day. We're talking about what matters most in West Michigan and beyond. This is the Big Three. Now today's Big Three. Yeah, I'd be talking about these around the water cooler at the dinner table no matter where you are. The Big Three, all powered by our good friends at Hardland Home Mortgage. There has never been a better time to buy or refine, especially the way things are going right now. You have inflation kicking the price of everything up through the roof. Well, of course, as you think about refinancing, maybe save a little money per month. Maybe get your house in order in your house. I mean, your home. Now's the time to do so. You might even be able to skip a month or two in payment. That would save you lots. Make that five-minute phone call and find out what Dave Galloway and the team at Heartland Home Mortgage can do for you today. It's 616-974-9105. You can go online to hhmlending.com. It's tragic news. A 15-year-old boy in custody today after taking his father's pistol to school and killing three students, wounding eight others at the high school in Oxford yesterday in Michigan. Uh, Folks are beginning to learn more about this as uh, time goes on. We're hearing more and more. Some details from the sheriff's department there in Oakland County yesterday. We'll try and get you the latest on that if anything new comes out. No motive so far. The pistol bought just days ago on Black Friday. Number two. Good news for health care workers. Federal judges in Louisiana and Missouri, both we told you about Missouri just the other day, have said no to Biden's jab mandates enacted by CMS, that's Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. This is how Biden was getting into hospitals like Spectrum, who had previously said, we're going to allow folks who have been previously infected who have antibodies present, very reasonably, we're going to let them test. And, of course, they get the the antibodies. We're not going to mandate any of this. Now, I don't think anybody should be mandated for anything, especially when it comes to these frontline heroes who have put it all, risked it all, put it all on the line over the last year or two. Now, 
They're saying uh, to these folks, no jab, no job. Well, it turns out Judge Terry Doty, yesterday the Western District of Louisiana, a Trump appointee, by the way, enjoying that CMS mandate. The 10 states that the federal judge in Missouri had already enacted it for, along with 40 others. That means now it's nationwide. If you are a healthcare worker in this field, that has been put on hold. How your employer is going to handle that uh, remains to be seen. Folks are asking questions online. What if I was fired prior to this happening? Every case is going to be different. And I can't answer those questions. I'm not an attorney, but I would suggest that you consult with one. That is the latest. Oh, and by the way, there's more good news when it comes to mandates. Yesterday, a federal judge in Eastern District of Kentucky, Gregory Van Tattenhove, a George W. Bush appointee, actually issued an injunction blocking the mandate for employees of federal government contractors and subcontractors. Lots of people asking questions about those as well. The injunction applies throughout three states, Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee, that could get enjoined elsewhere and go nationwide as well. We'll continue to cover all of that. Number three. It's a big day at the Supreme Court. They will hear oral arguments today in a case of Mississippi law that bans killing unborn children after 15 weeks. The result could overturn Roe v. Wade. Abortion is the leading cause of death worldwide, killing 42.7 million in 2020 alone. And it's it's not even close, by the way. When you add those numbers up, when you look at what the leading causes of death are, look at the fuss. We shut down the world over this COVID thing, right? 1.8 million died worldwide for COVID in 2020. That's a far cry from the 42.7 million murdered with abortions alone. Yeah, the numbers are astounding. When you, when you really go through and... And you detail, you hear so many about these lives matter, those lives matter. I guess we get to pick and choose these days which lives are the most important. You know, it's interesting to me because uh, yesterday, again, this tragic, watching the news of this, and I saw bits and pieces of it throughout the day, but I didn't really, I want to say I didn't really engage with it until later on in the evening. And uh, somebody came on my page uh, demanding that I make a comment about it over on Facebook. Uh, by the way, if you're watching right now, live behind the scenes, live stream happened at Facebook and Twitter.com slash Mr. Justin Barkley. Say good morning and hey to all you folks. But, you know, I don't always comment on things immediately as they happen. I may uh, report or share a news story if I see something that has happened. Uh, but usually I will wait to get as much, if not you know, all the facts that I can uh, before I make comments. And that's why I thought yesterday as I watched this uh, this go down, I thought to myself, wow, they had, didn't have a lot of information at first. Um, um, and I, and I got to say, that's kind of how these events usually take place. Usually they, they don't have a lot of, and what they do have at first isn't always accurate. We still don't know a lot. There's a lot we don't know. Right now, we know this was a 15-year-old boy who went to school that day with his father's pistol. We know that he killed three students, injured eight others, and we're praying for those families. Uh, those eight, among those eight, um, there, are, there are a couple that are not doing so well. 
So this could end up in the loss of more life. But the problem with cable news, the problem with the internet now, blogs, etc., social media, Twitter, Facebook, all of it, the problem is, is that there's, an, there's this rush to join the mob. And in this case, the rush to, in, in this case, um, pile on about guns. Again, we don't know what happened here. We have no idea even what the motive. This, this this boy is not talking. His parents have uh, secured him an attorney. There are there are uh, there are rumors that uh, that that some of the folks there at the school were warned or knew something might happen yesterday. There are rumors that uh, children stayed home because of that. I can't confirm those. I don't know yet. It's a tragic scenario, but is it more or less tragic? I don't know how you really decide than the crowd of folks that were at the Christmas parade a little over a week ago in in Waukesha that were mowed over with an SUV. In fact, people are already coming out and calling for gun control. Yesterday, the governor here in Michigan appeared at the press conference, and I don't really have a problem with her appearing at the press conference. There were people that mentioned they had a problem with it, but I say I think, you know, honestly, she's kind of between a rock and a hard place. If she doesn't show up, then people are going to say, where is she? And if she does show up there with the uh, undersheriff there in Oakland County yesterday, I was watching that press conference, then they're going to ask the questions. She played it pretty much down the middle. During those press conferences, reporters were pressing her to make comments about guns. And she said, I'm just here for these folks and I'm here to support these people. And I thought, you know what? That was pretty well played. And you can tell she's in an election cycle. But it didn't take her long. Didn't take her long to get back to Lansing or someone back in Lansing on her behalf to put out this statement, the statement on what happened. As Michigander, she says inside of it, we have a responsibility to do everything we can to protect each other from gun violence. No one should be afraid to go to school, work, a house of worship, or even their own home. Gun violence is a public health crisis that claims lives every day. We have the tools to reduce gun violence in Michigan. This is a time for us to come together and help our children feel safe at home. Public health crisis. Well, we have seen what she has done with previous public health crises. And I will tell you that I don't like the wording of that statement at all. Matter of fact, just hours before, she said it was too soon. Too soon to get into policy. But she makes her trip back to Lansing and she dives right in. Again. Praying for those folks in Oakland County, the other side of the state this morning. They'll continue as those uh, those eight who were injured make their way through. But how soon do we forget about the folks in Waukesha? That didn't fit the narrative for the mainstream media. That story about that man, his violent and radical past, the fact he was a criminal out on a $1,000 bail... Shouldn't have been out of jail. 
and he mows down a crowd of innocent folks at a Christmas parade. And that story, I don't know about you, I haven't seen much about it. It's just kind of disappeared out of the news cycle. Isn't that something? Yeah, yeah, a jam-packed show for you this morning. Appreciate you being here with us. You can watch the behind-the-scenes live stream happening as we speak at Facebook and Twitter.com slash Mr. Justin Barclay. Uh, there is a lot of talk still about election integrity, not just here in Michigan, but all across the, the country. And that is a subject that just uh, will not go away. And I hear it from folks every day in the in the uh, chat and emails and messages, phone calls. I hear it all the time. Uh, there are It's even causing some issues moving forward to 2022. People are saying, look, I, I don't know if I can vote in 22 because I don't know if my vote counts. Well, folks, there's something happening uh, even sooner that people are raising questions about and looking for reasonable answers when it comes to uh, integrity in the process, and uh, that that actually is coming up this weekend. Uh, R.J. Regan joins us right now. R.J., how are you, man? Can you hear me? Hey, Justin, I'm better than I deserve. Good yeah. to see you again. Hey, you too, man. You're looking good. the uh, the The name of the organization is Unity for MRP. That's the Michigan Republican Party, right. and Unity for MRP dot com is the website if you want to check this out. But basically, it's calling attention to the 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 fact that. The way things are done inside the party, there's some question right now as to the integrity and the processes. Absolutely. Uh, specifically as it relates to uh, the election issues in 2020. And there are a lot of folks in the grassroots, uh, conservatives in the Republican Party, that that, that are asking questions and, and like some answers, in fact, have some solutions to those issues. So, so tell us what's coming up. There's something this weekend that's coming up. There's a convention of sorts. Yeah, the Michigan Republican Party has the state convention this weekend. And I just want to clarify, you're exactly right, Justin. This is, it probably started like most really good ideas, started with the grassroots. But this is not just a grassroots conservative Republican Party issue. Uh, this is a national issue. This could be one of the things that actually unites our country because um, election integrity is is integral part of our constitutional republic. And one of the common themes that I hear from not just people in the Republican leadership, uh, but across the nation, as they say, well, yeah, we, we know there's fraud. There's fraud in every election, but there wasn't enough fraud to change the results of the election. And I always find that funny when I hear that reply, because that's kind of like a, a husband and wife having a conversation. And, the, you know, the wife says something along the lines like, well, yeah, I did cheat on you a little bit. There was a little bit of infidelity, but not enough to really affect our relationship, sweetie. So let's just ignore that and move on to the next thing. Mm. So I think this is something that's starting to cross party lines. Remember in 2016, the Democrats were screaming from the rooftop on CNN, MSNBC, all over the mainstream media about the Dominion election voting machine fraud that was going on. And, um, you know, then Republicans came out of the woodwork here in 2020 looking at the election fraud that's going on um, this year. Canvassing is going on across the nation. You've got the Arizona attorney general starting to focus on. Um, pressing charges uh, about election integrity issues. You see Wisconsin, they filed charges uh, with the sheriff, but specifically here in Michigan. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the things that we can really do in, as Republicans is to take a leadership role is to focus on doing a hand, a hand paper hand ballot count at the state convention. And that's what we're really looking to have done here uh, this weekend. And one of the things we'd like to see happen is um, Mike Hewitt, who's in charge of the policy. Results and will not be trusted, which will alienate. Yeah, I'm just playing that video here in the oh, background. Okay. I want to make sure that. that folks can't hear it. No, you're okay. I just wanted to make sure that folks could see this uh, video in the background. Right. What would you and say about so, Mike? So a lot of times people are a little frustrated about what you can do or can't do. And they, they feel they're stuck and they want to do something. They're just not sure what to do. And one of the easiest things you can do today is you can go to that website you mentioned earlier, Justin. It's it's unity4mrp.com. So it's unity, the number four, MRP for Michigan Republican Party.com. And you go on the website. It will literally take two minutes. And you know, while you're waiting in line for gas at Costco, you, know, you, you can log in and just send an email. It's very simple. You can see what district you're in. There's a very clear map that tells you where you are. Um, the emails are all laid out. Just you know, point, click, send an email. Two minutes, and just like two minutes before the half of a football game, two minutes before the end of the game, all the points are scored. Forty percent at the end of those games in the two minutes. You can get more done in two minutes today just by doing that and, and taking a stand to really encourage our electors to um, to do the paper hand count. So, it's going to be necessary. So RJ, that's one of the solutions here is a paper hand count as opposed to the uh, the machines. In fact. Um, a lot of people say, hey, you know, those machines, it saves us a lot of time. Uh, you guys have done a little bit of a, a, a count on that to figure out how much time would it take you to do. Yeah, it, take, it, it might take a little bit of time, maybe an hour, 90 minutes. But the, the real thing here is, you know, we, we've also heard from the Secretary of State, the, the Attorney General, and, you know, certain judges have said, well, we've already done a recount and we've already done an audit. And what they're not explaining, it's like if you were going to play Monopoly with your child, um, in the evening, and then the next day you were going to make a $1,000 deposit in the bank, and you had $500 of Federal Reserve notes that we get out of our ATM, and then you had $500 from a Monopoly game, and you try to deposit $1,000, the bank teller would look at you and say, wait a minute, you, you don't have $1,000 here. You say, no, no, yeah, I do. Recount it. You know, there's 500 here, 500 here, that's $1,000. And the bank teller would think there's something wrong because it's not the same thing. They'd say, well, we did the recount. It's $1,000. Like, yeah. But you're not doing the forensic audit. Those $500 is monopoly money, just like these ballots that they're saying they recounted. They're like monopoly, fraudulent, phony ballots. And when you're getting 40, 50, 60 people supposedly registered voters at a single address in the state of Michigan, which is what these canvases that are going door to door are finding, we're starting to see every day there's more and more people waking up and smelling the Pop-Tarts and saying, there's something wrong going here. And our leadership, and I trust our leadership. I don't want to have any confusion there. The Michigan GOP leadership, you know, we can trust them. They say they're going to fix it in 2022. Great, let's do that. But the same way that Reagan dealt with Gorbachev, when Gorby said, you know what, Reagan, we're going to get rid of the nuclear weapons there in Europe. And, Gorby, and Reagan said, Gorby, I trust you, but brother, we're going to verify. Well, what we can do this weekend at the Michigan Republican Convention is we can ask them, let's verify if you're going to be a you know, people of integrity in your word. You say you're going to fix it. This is a chance for the Republican Party to take leadership and say, listen, we did a paper hand count ballot in view of the entire election hall. Transparent. We're taking leadership with an election integrity. And this is a great issue to move forward in 
2022 for people that are concerned about integrity in our elections, because this is a sacred trust, just like the vows in marriage. We said, well, I cheated a little bit, but trust me, moving forward, we need to maintain the election integrity. And we can do that at the state convention. Go to unity4mrp.com. Two minutes. It's all it's going to take. And you can take action today. Uh, so we'll be, make sure we put that in the links. And if folks want to get that later on, we'll, of course, we'll put it up in the stack at my uh, website, justinbarkley.com. But it's unity4mrp.com. Sounds reasonable. RJ, I appreciate you taking the time to give us the uh, the rundown on this and, and let us know. I, I think, uh, you know, whether or not the Republican Party decides to deal with this head on, I think is going to have a great impact. And as you and some of the other folks have mentioned, um, if they don't, it could be disastrous in 22, a year that has a lot of promise, it looks like, especially after what we've seen in Virginia and, and probably even New Jersey. But some of the uh, some of the, the momentum um, we may lose out on here in a state like Michigan. It's not unthinkable. I mean, they they put Gavin Newsom back in office uh, in, yeah, in California. You're absolutely right. But just like we're playing football, when, when you have your team down, don't let off the gas. And if we can keep this momentum going, we can really roll into 2022 and, and really take back the House, the Senate, and really have some cons- consistent, solid leadership moving forward. So thank you, Justin. You're a great man. Okay. I like you, and it's always good seeing you. God bless, RJ. Appreciate you being here with us. RJ Regan, Unity for MRP.com. Back after this, got some good news we'll share with you in just moments. Hey, we've got good news. In fact, folks are standing up together to do some great work in the community. Mike Matice is with us this morning from Matice Kuiper DeGraff Funeral Homes here in West Michigan. Mike, how are you, man? We appreciate you being here with us today. Justin? You know, you guys have something. You have something big going on, and you do this. Uh, this is almost, I guess, every year. This fill the fountain. It is. This is actually our fifth annual now already. Wow. So it's uh, it's been great uh, to be able to give back to the community, and and uh, you know, we try to. You know, we're so blessed here at the funeral home with uh, with a culture of servant-hearted people from our owners, directors, uh, part-time staff, um, just being involved in the community. And um, as you know, we, you know, we've been involved in the Freedom Cruise. We continue to be a, a flag drop-off site uh, for retired flags. And, um, and every Christmas, we have our what we call Fill the Fountain. And uh, we are partnering with Starlight Shores Family Camp this year. Um, this is a camp where uh, families are just loved on for the week. Um, it's for kids that are going through a childhood cancer. Mm. And um, and so it's just, uh, we've been so blessed to be able to partner with them. And we just want to make this a very special Christmas for these kids and for their parents. So tell us, um, Mike, what, what is, how does Fill the Fountain work and, and, uh, and how did it start? I mean, this is... This is something that uh, you guys kind of, again, you said five years ago, took on your shoulders and said, hey, we want to do something good for folks. And and it's kind of snowballed into this. So what are we looking for? Are you looking for uh, folks to bring those those uh, gifts to the fountain there and drop them, drop them off inside? Absolutely. Yes, it's uh, it's primarily takes place at our Granville location where the the fountain is. Um, and uh, but we can uh, we're looking for new unwrapped toys uh for infants to 18 years old 
and, um, and also gift cards. Um, we'd like to just bless these parents who are going through this uh, mm. struggle and this journey with their kids um, just to help them with everyday expenses. And, um, and so, um, but we, you can drop it off here in Granville, right at the fountain. Um, it, this goes through December 10, and, um, and, but you can drop it off at any of our other six locations as well. So another big uh, opportunity to give, and I know the generosity here in West Michigan is is uh, kind of uh, it's beyond compare in a lot of ways. Um, just a very generous community. Yesterday was Giving Tuesday. You're right in the heart of it right now. Uh, Starlight Shores Family Camp. A little bit more about the folks who are going to receive these gifts this year. So yeah, so so Starlight Shores, um, you know. Family camp is, as I said, it's a it's a camp uh, for a for a week that takes place for families and their kids, and um, um, just uh, just a, a, a really um, beautiful organization um, that has really blossomed in the past few years. They are doing some great work, and of course, Matthias Kuiper to Graf Funeral Homes. You guys are uh, serving the community, and we always appreciate uh, you stepping up with this fill the fountain and all the other great things that you do throughout the years, Mike. Matthijs, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for having me again, Justin. Appreciate it very much, and uh, appreciate uh, everyone's generosity uh, in supporting this uh, this campaign this uh, with this event. So, if people want to bring that gift by or a gift card, and when we'll drop it off in the fountain uh, again, tell them where they can go, or maybe they can find some more information. Yes, yeah, so you can go to uh, to our Granville location, which is forty one forty five Chicago Drive in Granville, and um, you can also go to our website, uh, which is mkdfuneralhome dot com, and our Facebook page. We have all the information um, available on there, and uh, we also have a listing of all the other uh, locations as well. Awesome, great job! Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it, and thank you so much for everything you do, brother. Thanks for thanks for the help, Justin. Hey, you got it. Anytime. Keep us posted. Let us know how it goes. And of course, uh, anything else we can do. A lot of it's, you know, great causes this time of year, folks, uh, in order to be a part of it. And so many people are doing some great things. But again, this is a this is one that if you can find a little a little room to help out, I'm sure those folks and the kids and the families would definitely appreciate it. Uh, quick break. Got some more good news and, you know, more news that you probably haven't heard anywhere else. If you're watching online, the behind the scenes live stream. Facebook and Twitter.com slash Mr. Justin Barkley. Lots of that to get to. Oh, but did you see the, the latest on Chris Cuomo? It's not good news for him. He's out. Indefinitely. Maybe for good. Uh, some of the damaging stories and some of the things that came out yesterday, we, we went through some of that in the after show. If you missed it, by the way, more from the after show coming up at 10 this morning. We stream all of this, Facebook and Twitter.com, and also over at JustinBarkley.com, because there's never enough time in just an hour to try to get through it all. If you're just tuning in, uh, there was big news. Yesterday, the day before, and uh, it continues to break, especially as we get down to the wire on these deadlines for these mandates. Good news for healthcare workers. Also some good news for folks who are working federal contractors with the government as well. 
We'll get into some of that uh, coming up. This is a Rona Report. You know, it could be problematic. Uh, all of the lawsuits are just they just ended up in court and throwing out Biden's mandates. Yes. Now, the high priest of health not happy about that, you can imagine. But yes, uh, we told you earlier, and I think it's worth repeating, not doing so well, right? The story, I was thinking about it. You know, you think about OSHA, that's the first one, right? And there's a couple of these, and they can seem a little confusing. And people have even asked, like on the, on the, uh, of course, on the Facebook page and reaching out in messages, which, what happened and which one and who's affected here and what state? So just to kind of bring it back full circle, Biden's mandate's not doing so well. OSHA, you know, that got kicked out by a judge. Tempor- these are all temporarily until they, they have their full day in court. But they're put on hold, which means that the companies aren't able to uh, enact the OSHA mandates. In fact, OSHA said take them off the table for now. Fifth Circuit halted that. Now, who knows if they decide they're going to move forward on that themselves at some point. I mean, that's a whole other situation when it comes to what a private company might decide they want to try and do. Of course, they'll have to be faced and, and uh, confront that, that issue legally as well. But a federal judge in the Eastern District of Kentucky, Gregory Van Tattenhove, what a name, huh? He was a Bush W appointee. He has blocked the mandate for employees of federal government contractors and subcontractors. So this is another sector of folks that Biden had reached out to the administrative state to to pull the levers of government in his favor. The injunction applies throughout three states, Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee. However, that could be enjoined with another or... 47 other states, and that could be nationwide. That's what happened for the CMS. You probably heard, I told you yesterday, a federal judge in Missouri had, uh, for 10 states, got a block put in place on the CMS. That's the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So that is all these health care workers. So if an organization takes federal money from, from Medicaid, Medicare, etc., any of these hospitals that you... You go to, etc. They are supposed to abide by these rules. Well, the judge came out the other day and said that they don't have the right to do that. And some of the things that have actually been written on this, on these judges, pretty incredible. Then yesterday, after that ruling had come out previous day, yesterday, another ruling comes through. And this ruling, in fact, uh, enjoins that entire set of 10 with the rest of the 40 states. That means it's all 50 states. That means, yes, including Michigan. Michigan is a part of that entire process. So they are uh, they're going to put this on hold on the shelf for a while. I don't know how long it takes to go through the process to figure that out, but it's not good news for Biden. OSHA, the uh, federal contractors, and now the CMS. Military is the only thing left. Good question. 
somebody asking in the chat, do all those people who got fired get their jobs back? And again, I said this earlier, I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, I would think that you would want to be in contact with an attorney on that, especially if you got fired or, or left. But I know we're so close to the wire now, this is probably part of the strategy of this was to make sure that they did what they did and, and got as close as they did to the, to the deadlines so that people would move. Either go get the jab or lose your job. This is what the judge wrote yesterday. The COVID pandemic is an event beyond CMS's control, yet it was completely within its control to act earlier than it did. So he's arguing because they didn't. They say it's an emergency, but they didn't enact this mandate until just now. Is it really that big of an emergency? He goes on to say CMS looked only at evidence from interested parties in favor of the mandate while completely ignoring evidence from interested parties in opposition. In fact, CMS foreclosed these parties' ability to provide information regarding the mandate's effects on healthcare industry while simultaneously dismissing those concerns based on insufficient evidence. But facts do not cease to exist simply because they are ignored. And starting or stating that a factor was considered is not a substitute for considering it. Further observe that the failure to take and respond to comments feeds into the very vaccine hesitancy CMS acknowledges is so daunting and found it irrational, the judge said. CMS rejected mandate alternatives in those with natural immunity. So the judge is saying it's irrational. And as I pointed out earlier, it's unreasonable not to include all of these different ways of fighting this thing. Yeah, we can understand that it might be a good idea to want to be as prepared as possible and to do what you can to fight this virus. I understand that. But to not take into consideration at all natural immunity in some of these folks, we're talking about frontline heroes. Frontline heroes. At least they were last year. They're the last two years of this whole thing. Now they're zeros, apparently. They're being treated that way. And it's so bad, in fact, here in Michigan, in West Michigan, they say our numbers are rising. They're higher than ever before. And it's so bad that they're still firing people. And they're having to bring in people from all over. In fact, there are six, according to the story that we heard yesterday, six federal health care workers at Spectrum in West Michigan. Six of them. Who knows how many are coming from other places. We've heard in other states that they want to bring people in from the Philippines. So let me, let me wrap my head around this. We're going to fire people that were heroes and served us through the heart of the pandemic. Maybe even got infected and survived. We're going to fire those people so we can just bring people in from another country? I mean, it absolutely makes it makes no sense. Frontline physicians suing over banned COVID treatments. The story says, let doctors be doctors. Dr. Paul Merrick, doctor at the center of Virginia lawsuit. Excuse me. Uh, says, 
they have banned the use, his employer banned the use of certain kinds of medicine to fight COVID. It's really interesting. And in fact, they won't let him try certain things. You know, you probably heard about some of these different uh, medications and things that are on, on, on the table on the question. He is suing for the right to try these things. In fact, he says, let doctors be doctors. Dr. Merrick practices at Centauro Norfolk General in Norfolk, Virginia. He's a founding member of the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Unit, their alliance. Chief Pulmonary. There's so much more to this story. I want to get to that and plenty of others. Forbes, stealthily editing an article. This is crazy. Saying that the jab changes your DNA. Wait a minute. What? Forbes did an article. Somebody wrote an article for Forbes says the jab changes your DNA. What do they mean by that? And why did they edit it? Quietly, under the radar. Just a small town girl. We'll get to all of that coming up, the after show. The show after the show. Stand by for that. It's coming up in just moments. You can join us. Facebook and Twitter.com slash Mr. Justin Barkley. Facebook and Twitter.com slash Mr. Justin Barkley. Back here tomorrow morning at 906, live on the radio, making a great day. God bless, folks. That's it for today. Join me online at justinbarclay.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Mr. Justin Barclay. Leave a comment, give us a rating, and follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of West Michigan Live with Justin Barclay was produced and engineered by Joe Balecki. I'm Justin Barclay, and this is West Michigan Live. Make it a great day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.